0: is free talk live welcome to the program the phones are open and you can join us here if you want you can bring up anything that's on your mind the number is 603-283-6160 at 603-283-6160 here tonight it's ian and Arya. the big news that's certainly getting talked about a lot on social media at at least twitter i'm not on anything else except for our own oh social it's getting site.
1: talked about oh elsewhere like on facebook and stuff people Mm
0: -hmm. are talking about it and it's
1: it's pathetic i mean it's exactly what you would expect right i mean you've got some people freaking out you've got other people who are convinced that this is the greatest thing to ever happen to twitter (laughs) then you've got the libertarians who's like thank god jesus has now bought twitter we're in good hands now and then you have the other ones who just want trump to be unbanned for whatever reason he I, should I be. Do
0: too, he should be.
1: He's entertaining if nothing yeah. else. But
0: I mean that's we're talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Apparently it is I don't know if the deal has closed yet or what the exact status is of it, but earlier today it was announced that the Twitter board had voted I think yesterday to accept Elon Musk's offer of 43 and change billion dollars to purchase the social media website. And uh, he'd come come in at an offer of five. I'm sorry, fifty four hundred fifty four dollars and twenty cents. So there's a four twenty in there, and he's uh, he's into that. He he likes to use the number four twenty. But doesn't his company
1: fire people if they fail drug tests for marijuana? I
0: heard that story a while back. Yeah, I don't know if they changed that policy after it. uh, After he was smoking on the Joe Rogan experience,
1: I doubt it. Because I mean, he's kind of a tool like that.
0: (laughs) Uh the stock went up a little bit and people are as you said Arya, fighting over this online i am skeptical that uh, elon musk is going to be this great man right like because the, there's so many people that believe in this great man syndrome that the idea that there's there's one great man that will lead us to freedom or will lead us to to goodness or whatever and well it's certainly not elon musk yeah, you've certainly been a, cr- a critic of his. I- I've been. Oh, I
1: mean, a broken ro- clock is right twice a day, right?
0: He seems to be right a little more often than twice a day, at least as far as his opinions are concerned. Whether or not he's running his businesses in the way that a, a principled libertarian would run them, some of the at the at least the words coming out of his mouth are pretty spot on. Now, again, actions speak louder than words, of course, but. Um, I mean, he does call out the state for being inefficient and evil and a monopoly on violence. I believe he's even used those terms. I mean, so did Barack before. Obama. He did. That's true. So, But uh, Musk does seem to be a little more critical. Uh, the Babylon Bee did an interview with him for an hour and a half. I mean, so I tend... Telly. Yeah, I tend... This was like months ago. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I've sort of slowly been plodding through it. Uh, so, like, there's a lot I like about the guy, but... I don't I like think you should trust troll. I don't think you should trust him. I don't think that he's going I don't think he's going to create a true free speech platform. And even he himself has already and I don't have the the, the tweet or whatever that he made about it, but even he has uh made a statement that made it pretty clear that he was trying to temper people's expectations about how free the free speech would be if he got in control because there's obviously still laws that he's going to have to follow right so you won't be allowed to get on twitter and threaten somebody that's even though i don't
1: see why not though twitter is not a publishing platform Mm -hmm. they are a self-publishing platform so i mean they they don't if this was to be run properly, right, where they don't own any of the content that gets created there mm-hmm. that because they don't produce it, if the tweet belongs to the end user who actually tweeted it, then they wouldn't be held responsible for any of the stuff that gets tweeted, right? Just like the uh, the company that sells you the megaphone isn't on the hook when you get out there in the streets and you're mm-hmm. yelling that, you know, someone needs to execute the president or whatever, which obviously no one should be out there doing that or arguing for that, but... The mega company, the megaphone company, they still wouldn't be responsible for that. Just like the gun manufacturers aren't responsible for the people who go out there with guns and cause mass deaths.
0: There are people who would like them to be, but yes, you're right. They should not be held responsible for those things, and the megaphone company shouldn't be held responsible. But, on the other hand, the megaphone company has no way of actually regulating the speech, whereas... A company like Twitter absolutely does. They well, have not the if database. if he takes a
1: baseball bat to all of that. And he's like, we can no longer really regulate it. Once it's put out there, it's mm. put out there, and that's it.
0: The only way to do that would be to like make it a blockchain-based thing where it was completely unassailable as far as some sort of administrative changes. Would that be, would actually
1: would be, be pretty awesome.
0: Well, uh, the folks over at Twitch, T-W-E-T-C-H, which is a, bl- a Bitcoin SV-based, blockchain-based social media platform, they've already done that. So if you, I mean, you and I can't join it because it's uh, crypto Obviously. related. But yeah. you know, for anybody that actually wants to see what that is like, they have that. And it's, why would it's, they call
1: it Twitch though? See, I don't know. Crypto people they they need to learn how to spell. Yeah, I mean,
0: because the uh, problem is all the correct spellings are already taken for URLs. So that's probably one reason why you see all these.
1: I suppose, but Here it reminds me of Odyssey, right? Which, like, trying yeah. to explain to someone how Odyssey, the video platform, is spelled, I'm not even sure off the top of my head. I would just go to video.freetalklive.com, That's right? why we have that URL. <laughs> but I think it's like O-D-Y-S-E-E or something yes, like that. Yes, and,
0: and I've been typing it so long, I'm not even sure how to spell Odyssey <laughs> the real way now. Yeah, I, I could totally see that <laughs> happening, man. I think there's an extra Y on the end of Odyssey, and there's two and the, S's. Yeah, and no two E's. I think that's it. But I, it's... <laughs>
1: uh, it's just a silly problem for anyone to have. I mean, I understand why it exists, right? But, I mean, I understand... Why the
0: name of it exists?
1: Well, kind of. Why, why Probably could,
0: because uh, the other way was, was taken. Although... Why, it, the, why not
1: call it something else then? There, yeah. there are ways of compiling letters into words that are not already claimed by someone else on the internet, mm-hmm. Right. And even so, how...
0: And there's all these other domain names as well.
1: Odyssey.com may have been a bit expensive, but yeah, like Odyssey.tv or something like that, that's bound to be available. Is it like
0: FreeTalkLive.tv available? It is, but .tv is a pretty expensive extension. I mean, we also don't
2: want it. I'm just saying,
1: just because it's claimed on one, um, what is the word I'm looking for? TLD. TLD. Yeah. Uh, Nobody is joining us. Welcome, nobody.
2: Nobody's here.
0: Good to have you. So we're talking about uh, the Elon Musk purchase of Twitter, which I'm sure you might have heard about. Although you, I know you're nose deep in programming these days.
2: Um, I actually haven't looked up from my code in since. Friday
0: Wow <laughs> uh, well Elon Musk has purchased Twitter the uh, the Twitter board of directors voted uh, over the weekend to accept his offer of 43 or 44 billion dollars now nice. I'm confused
1: how this works right because they don't own the, the the Twitter board doesn't own that much stock
0: correct but they have a fiduciary duty as I understand it to do what is in the best interests of the majority of the stockholders and since Elon Musk's offer, was higher than what the price of the stock was at the time when he made it it's still higher it's like 50 something apparently today and he offered 54 dollars and 20 cents so because Mm. a profit is there to be made they pretty much have to take the deal unless they can like rattle the you know somebody else's cage and get them to offer more than Mm. what musk is offering and your
2: poison pill didn't work i guess
0: the poison pill never went into effect because uh, the poison pill, as I understand what they were trying to do there, would only affect someone buying through the market. So they they so the idea for listeners that aren't have not heard this, it was late to maybe a week or so ago. The board of directors said we're going to do this poison pill plan to stop anyone from hostily taking over Twitter by buying shares in the marketplace. But that's not what Elon Musk is doing. So mm. the poison pill plan would have been in place if they rejected his offer, then Elon would have maybe tried to buy, buy shares in the market. Then mm. he would have been affected by the poison pill. But because they accepted his offer, poison pill never, uh, never took effect. So That's how does
1: this work? Now, everyone who owns shares of Twitter has to sell it?
0: That's correct. Yeah, As right. I understand it. So, so they're just what
2: come in if they don't want to.
0: I don't know. I, unless I don't not a I would stock speculate expert. the shares value drops
1: to zero if they don't want to sell. Well,
0: see, here's the thing: Musk did say that he wants to keep shareholders. So in a private company, you can still have shares. So I don't know if there will be a way to convert your public shares into private shares. Who knows what this is going to look like? If you know, if you pay attention to stocks, let us know. More coming up. Free talk live. Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here. Bring up whatever's on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And uh, you can take control of the airwaves. That's the point of the program. You can join us online anytime you want. Just head over to freetalklive.com. We have our own social media platform. We do. Social.freetalklive.com.
2: We got a couple of them. Uh, do we have more than one? Well, we got the Matrix too.
0: Well, I—I I, I mean, I guess chat rooms are technically social, um, but it's n-
2: those are kind of anti-social.
0: There's definitely filled with antisocial trolls <laughs> on the uh, the chat server there. And that's over at chat.freetalklive.com if you want to learn about how to get connected to that server. But the actual social media site is social.freetalklive.com. That is running Mastodon, which is, by the way, the same software that Donald Trump is running on his Truth Social platform. Well, they modified theirs but pretty extensively. we're using it anyway. We actually were using it first. It's true. Long before Trump, in fact, before uh, Gab too, our, they use it as well. No, no, no. Gab had us beat by years. Gab uses one.
2: Mastodon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. they Did use a that. hacked version of Mastodon. So does Trump. Correct.
0: Uh, Trump hacked his up so bad that it doesn't even work on Android now. So if you, if you, That's you pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, if you want to use Android, you got mm. you got to go to our site.
2: Social.freetalklive.com. Uh, I can't talk too much about that. I hacked so, uh, Cell 411 up so bad it doesn't work on Apple anymore. So between no the great two of us, there, we, we balance.
0: Yeah, well, the difference is uh, Apple is like a tenth of the phone market. And uh, so if you lose them, it's not the end of the world. But it's still it's still not good. I, I, I presume we're going to be back on uh, Apple at some point, uh, Cell 411.
2: Yeah, I just haven't haven't looked at it. I've been getting the Android version uh polished up first so i have the server in tip-top shape and that's important yeah that's going to make it a lot easier um working on an operating system i didn't understand client side while also dealing with a server i didn't understand would have been uh too much for me
0: uh so we're going to get back into what's happening with twitter Uh, but, but speaking of donald trump he says that he is not going to be returning to Twitter, according to a report over at Fox News, even as Elon Musk has now purchased, or I guess is closing on, it. again, we don't know the exact status on whether or not Musk has finalized the deal. But supposedly the Twitter board had announced that they have agreed to be acquired by Elon Musk for approximately $44 billion. The former president told Fox News he will formally join his own truth social over the next seven days as planned. Are okay. we supposed to Th- there's believe There's so
3: much
1: wrong here. I I would believe Donald Trump if he said I'm not running for president in 2024. I would believe him.
0: Yeah. I
1: but if he got unbanned from Twitter saying that he's not going to come back, BS man. You will be back that day. You mm. will come back groveling on your knees thankful to have the opportunity. You won't act like that. No, for, he won't.
2: But for all I could tell, he loved Twitter more than anything else <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Um He was on it multiple times a day. Yeah
0: and instead st- of being president which is fine <laughs> yeah, well yeah,
2: not instead of he managed to work it in um
0: well any amount of time he's on Twitter is an amount of time he's not doing anything pres- exactly. presidential so i think that's a good thing if more uh, if only we could get more politicians hooked on social media and make them way less productive with destroying our freedom I mean usually uh, that'd it's some great. press
1: secretary doing these right. things it's right but with Trump it was no no this is my twitter and i'm handling it and yeah. like good on you for that dude he would be, absolutely
2: be back I i got to admit i was I miss Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the Biden madness, I I miss Trump. It's it's frightening. I I never voted for the guy. I didn't I didn't want him to be president, but oh my god, Biden is a poorer show.
1: See, I would like to see President Trump with Vice President Joe Biden. It like a sitcom, right? <laughs> Where Trump's oh duty God. is to take care of a creepy Uncle Joe and keep him from doing anything too embarrassing.
0: Wasn't there a time when you could vote separately for vice president and president?
2: There yeah, was that, that went
0: away. Though. Well, yeah.
2: originally, as I understand it, the vice president was the guy who who came in second for president. Oh, that was that was originally so. Usually, the president and the vice president would have been on opposite sides of the political spectrum.
1: See, we need to bring that back because yeah. that makes them. Le- that means they're going to spend more time bickering, fighting, mm-hmm. which makes
2: them less effective. And also, it, it's a much better payoff if somebody shoots a president that way because you end up with somebody completely different instead of his right hand man. The yeah, but pres- some people might not like that, that, right? Not that I encourage that sort right. of thing. Well, you, Usually. You, yeah, You still get a bad guy
0: Openly. either way. But uh, the former um. <laughs> president told Fox News Monday he will formally join his own Truth Social over the next seven days as planned. Why is it that he planned to join his own website two full months? Didn't he already thing- join it though? Yeah, there's a post. Last he I tweeted looked.
2: like one.
0: Yeah, I the think. very first day Truth Social opened to the public, Trump <laughs> Posted there, or somebody uh, in on his account posted there, and it was and it was some sort of statement like "Your favorite president is coming soon" or something like that. So it didn't give the indication that he'd be right back to post mm-hmm. a second time. And ever since then, it's been complete radio silence from Donald Trump on his own platform, leading many to ask the question of why are we here? You know,
2: I th- I think he probably was just too impressed with himself to be on there tweeting to nobody
0: but he had like half a million followers right quick yeah that's not enough for him apparently not it's not for a, for a former president imagine
1: barack obama starting his own you know social media server he would have tens of millions of people signing up to join it
0: well yeah but he might launch with an android option and trump didn't i mean trump would have probably have Five million uh, followers. If, if you can get 500,000... Those
2: were not the droids he was looking for.
0: Yeah, if you can get 500,000 <laughs> users on iPhone exclusively within a month or so, you can certainly get five five plus million if you were to open up to Android users and web
2: users. But he didn't. I, he didn't. He, he I wonder how the many rollout. people bought iPhones just to be on truth. Good question.
1: He botched the rollout so badly that the the... The software can't exist or doesn't exist on Android. Uh, Barack Obama, despite all his flaws, is knowledgeable enough to have not done
2: something so monumentally stupid to to sever ninety percent of the, the Obamacare website that didn't work <laughs> at all. We're not no talking what about your platform.
1: We're not talking about <laughs> the government creating a social media platform, though.
2: Yeah, we're, we're talking he about put Barack his name Ob- on it. I'm sure that. Well, Trump Re- isn't writing Republicans code put himself. his name on it.
1: The, it's called the Affordable Care Act. Republicans mm-hmm. called it the Obamacare Act in order to you know, denigrate him. He, he didn't actually put his name on it.
0: We got more coming up here. You can share your thoughts uh, on the Twitter deal, which is apparently in the works right now. It's, it's happening. There's no going back. They voted to accept Musk's offer. Yeehaw! And uh, I used this little checking tool to see if my account was still shadow banned, and it is not shadow banned at this time. Uh, which is interesting because it can was you tell it was two days ago there 's a little tool i 'll show you here in a moment uh the number six oh three two eight three sixty one sixty but bonnie 's account still is, so i don 't know if what that means there's more coming up. You can share your thoughts here on free talk live six oh three two eight three sixty one sixty
4: do you feel like your country no longer holds your values?
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can join the show here. You can dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian.
1: Nobody. And ARIA.
0: You can join us online anytime you want. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we have for you there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Archives go back for many, many years, and they're all for free. So again, that's freetalklive.com. More about the twitter deal which is official uh the twitter has sent a press release out acknowledging this a few hours ago uh, so we'll share a little bit from that that uh, elon musk is going to be buying twitter and taking the company private at the time that the sale completes now what does that mean for the existing shareholders uh that's not very clear i i'm not a stocks guy so I don't know how this process goes. If you do know a thing or two about it, feel free to give us a call and explain It's 603-283-6160 or maybe you're a Twitter shareholder or something and you, you know, you kind of know what's coming. Uh, feel free to let us know. But let's go first to Michael. He's in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live, Michael. Michael? Oh, sorry. Sure. I We're had you muted. We got you now. Go ahead. We've
2: been Thank putting Michael, Michael the through hell.
0: Yes, sir.
5: Go ahead sir. Um Longtime listener, first time caller. Uh Welcome. picked you up in WNIS in the late aughts.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
5: and, uh, and uh, so I spent a couple of decades on active duty and lived under a socialist type regime. And uh, <coughs> as do we all. One of your one of your one of your uh, frequent callers there. So I flew out here to Albuquerque today on business and <clears throat> I did not see I, I guess I'm missing what what Sarah's looking for in our socialist socialist uh, world. I, I didn't see a lot of people getting hit in the streets or pedestrians or anything like that. So, yeah, um, I got to be honest. I, I would like to put it. In-
1: I kind of agree. You know, if I visited Albuquerque or New Mexico, wherever Sarah is actually at in New Mexico, I assume it's Albuquerque.
0: Albuquerque, yeah.
1: I'd be kind of disappointed to like walk around and, you know, not see pedestrians flying through the air as, you know, vehicles driving 80 miles per hour, off road vehicles driving 80 miles an hour don't just plow through them. I'd be kind of disappointed to, to see just the. Like a
0: real life Grand Theft Auto, yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, right. Because that's how Sarah makes it out to be.
0: I mean, I have heard that N- New Mexico is a pretty terrible place to live as far as crime is, is concerned. But, and corruption. Uh, but anyway, what were you going to say, Michael? Is that because there's a
2: lot of it oh. or because it's hard
0: to get away with it? A lot of it. <laughs> Michael?
5: Yeah, what I was going to say was, I, I I, mean, I would extend an, an, an invitation to Sarah and Richard. I, I'll, I'll take them both out to dinner. And uh, if they can sell me on on the ideas of socialism <laughs> after i lived under it and and i still refuted them uh,
0: well i'll, I'll say that, this uh, i don't uh, think richard agrees with socialism i, th- I think he likes sarah okay. um and he lives with her in the trailer park or wherever but uh well he
1: as i understand it he likes seeing her naked
0: yeah yeah i think she uh, i think she cleans <laughs> the house naked or something like that isn't she like 60 so He's he, seventy.
2: Uh, oh, well. uh, but uh, yeah, I guess you got to take what you can get at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, we've had Richard call in f- some nights that Sarah calls in, and he will take essentially an opposite opinion from her on a lot of issues. So I, I don't get the feeling that he is a communist at all. Uh, but you, you, but you do want to take the two of them out, huh?
5: I I will put that invitation out. So I'm in town Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm okay. flying back to California Friday. So.
0: So does that mean because Sarah doesn't actually listen to this show, she just calls this program out of activism? So are you suggesting that I take your number down off the air and then give it to her so she can call you because she cannot email; she has no internet access? Uh, is that something that, you want me to do? Because I'll do I it.
5: Remember that, huh? That, sir, that that would work out here.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, that's a very generous offer. Uh, so I'm going to put you on hold here, and then we'll we'll get your number taken down because she calls every night so I mean there's there's almost no doubt that by the time the, uh, the second hour of the show is complete we will have heard from Sarah in New Mexico so I I will be able to I'm confident I will be able to successfully at the very least give her your number and whether or not she calls you obviously is is gonna be up to her um, Michael was there anything else you wanted to share before I just keep you on hold there and we'll we'll talk in a moment she could make a living no man.
5: I, I- Ian, I did. I did want to say thank you for your. I, I think you. You vocalize very well the 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 freedom aspect, and uh, or, or I mean articulate that very well the the freedom aspect, and you get that message out.
0: Thanks, Very man. well on the airwaves.
5: Much I appreciate it.
0: Glad to know you found us on uh, broadcast radio in uh, Norfolk on W N I S back when we were on that station. Unfortunately, we- uh, no longer are. I guess they didn't like our anti-war stance and uh, and ended up taking us off the air after many, many years.
1: Who is WNIS?
0: It's a massive radio station in Norfolk, Virginia that okay. we were on for a long time before they decided they didn't want anything to do with us, I guess. But, uh, Michael, stand by. We'll, uh, we'll make sure uh, we get your number here for Sarah in just a few moments. Nobody, you were going to say
2: something there? If Sarah can clean naked, how can she not make a living? She just doesn't bother to try. Oh.
1: I wouldn't pay Sarah to clean naked. I would pay her to put clothes on and clean, maybe. But she's a socialist. She doesn't think she should have to work in order to make money. Her arrangement with Richard, as I understand it, just gets her a discount in rent or something like that. It's it's practical more so than it is any sort of desire to improve her, her station in life. But
0: it does improve her station in life because she has, through her desire to, you know have a slightly improved station she's figured out a way to make it happen so good for her i mean she's no yeah. longer living in a welfare house anymore she's now in the trailer park which is you know moving on up as far <laughs> as i'm concerned We're moving on up, moving
1: <laughs> up. she definitely seems to be doing better and you know the world needs needs this to happen right i can't think of anything that would be more hilarious than having you know a caller a long-time listener take mm-hmm. sarah out to dinner and be like Look, just and then report back to us you know let let us know how bad this train wreck actually is because you get to have I a think si- she's
0: honest I think she's just as bad probably in in real life as she is on the phone I know but that that makes her a train wreck right but a lot of people have been <laughs> wanting to see what sarah looks like so hopefully michael can get like a selfie or something with him and sarah sitting in the restaurant and then send it to us cuz that would be amazing if I'm, that could I'm yeah.
2: curious about that cuz she really doesn't sound 60
0: yeah, well, she supposedly yes. is Asian. She has, uh, she's at least a quarter Asian. I think she says one of her grandmothers were uh, was from North Korea. So, mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, Asian women manage to kind of keep, uh, you know, keep in shape for a long time compared to to other people. I don't know if a quarter mm-hmm. of Asian is enough to give you those those benefits, but
2: she sounds like she's more than a quarter Asian. You think so? Well, she's got an accent. I mean, how? I couldn't and identify she grew it though. up in America. Yeah, I couldn't identify what the accent is. Yeah, I I can't identify it, but it it definitely sounds like some flavor of uh of of Asian. Mm. So, I'm guessing she grew up in in a, either a highly Asian household or a highly mm. Asian neighborhood
0: could be. Uh so, I don't know. I we'll talk to Sarah here in in just a few moments and I'll make sure that she gets that number and maybe she'll do something i mean she'll probably be a little spooked right like it could be a weird situation. yeah if it was me i
1: i probably would not do it wouldn't
0: call yeah yeah i mean that is a weird situation right like somebody you don't know but she's is a now,
1: socialist and they sort of have a, a hang up about not being able to eat presumably because so many socialist
0: countries have people who are starving to death so well richard i think takes care of her food needs hmm. i mean or she buys some food cuz she gets she still gets a welfare check she's just not oh, living right, in a welfare yeah. home Anyway, uh, we got more coming up here. Uh, we're we're going to talk a little bit more about what is the official word on this Twitter takeover thing. We got the actual press release from Twitter. Trump saying he's not going to rejoin, even if they unban his account. Arya, you're saying call him BS on that one.
1: Yeah, he's going to rejoin. His ego can't allow him to not rejoin. I'm
2: wondering if Elon is going to join the Fediverse.
0: Ooh, wouldn't that be an interesting thing to do? Because he did say he intends to open source the algorithms of Twitter.
2: Yeah. Well, that's one of the great things about the the Fediverse that you could do mm-hmm. is basically have your own algorithms. Because right now there basically is no algorithm, but you could have
6: um,
2: a little client program that just searched for the things that you want to see. There's more
0: coming up here in moments. You can join us on Free Talk Live. talk live phones are open you can join us here at 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 elon musk is officially going to be purchasing twitter he's got the money in fact that was what apparently convinced twitter to take the offer was musk managed to kind of prove that he had access to the funds basically like this was a real offer not some kind of a joke or he's a troll. The richest guy in the world, didn't? Didn't they know that?
1: Well, he, in theory, he's the richest guy in the world because he owns a bunch of Tesla stock or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's got a lot mm. on
0: paper. He doesn't have forty-two billion in the bank, so he had to go to some mm. people, right? Like he had to, he had to, he had to do a little bit of footwork to uh, to secure this funding.
2: But he did. Yeah. That's actually something socialists never understand. I think when they when they hear that somebody is a billionaire, they think they think he actually has like a billion dollar bills sitting in a mm. closet or a or a storage unit or a bank somewhere. Like Scrooge
0: McDuck with the big uh, housing unit where he well, just Stritch swims through McDuck it.
2: Duck actually made sense because he kept his money in metal. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, he, he, he was, did, and Futurama pointed out, I'm not Futurama,
1: Family Guy pointed out how disastrous it would be to try swimming in that. And uh, Yeah, that's not
0: going
2: to work. Oh, no, it it's would. Painful oh my God, that <laughs> would, that's dense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cartoon. painful to watch that clip. But they An actually, 18 inch cube of gold weighs a ton. Yeah,
0: I'm not surprised they uh they actually have a, a uh, an episode of DuckTales that i didn't know about until recently but they they actually talk about inflation and they kind really? of they make it really easy to uh you know for kids to understand the devastating effects of inflation in this amazing episode amazing that nice. only like
1: 80 years ago they were pimping world war 2 to kids oh disney you yeah. mean
0: well, I mean, well, Donald Duck was among them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still the, the Disney company still pimps the government, but
2: well, being you know. a cartoon, Donald Duck doesn't have a real firm character. Depending on who draws him, he might do anything. That is true.
0: uh so character elon musk has offered 44 billion dollars to twitter and it has been accepted under the terms of the agreement twitter stockholders this is actually from twitter's press release here uh, came out today twitter stockholders will receive 54 dollars 20 in cash for each share of twitter common stock that they own upon closing of the proposed transaction fit
2: 420 in there
0: he did and he did that on purpose uh the purchase is he a stoner he must be. I think, mm. as you pointed out, Arya, he he got high with Joe Rogan. At-
2: he did get high, high with Joe Rogan. You don't have to be a stoner to get high with Joe Rogan. I mean, if, even even if I had had not started getting high again when I was forty, if if Joe Rogan or Snoop Dogg had said, "Let's burn one," I would, yeah.
0: <laughs> the purchase price represents. See, I would
2: not with Snoop Dogg, man,
1: because. I value my life, and I feel like smoking with Snoop Dogg. You end, you end up like smoking yourself stupid because he's Snoop Dogg, and I wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to stop. No, I I wouldn't. the The quality of the weed that he's got to be smoking, man.
2: It's probably very high. Yeah. I, I, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it. No matter how good the weed is, it's not fentanyl. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Basically, you you you. You just move slower.
0: You can really only get so high before you'll just fall yeah. asleep.
2: I'm aware it was a yeah. joke. Yeah. Obviously. I, I'm letting our listeners know that, yeah. who don't may not realize that. Uh so have the- you ever heard that song I'll Never Smoke Reefer with Willie again? About- no, I haven't. Uh, some guy smoked weed with Willie uh, Nelson. Willie Nelson and, um,
1: Didn't Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson have like a smoke off or something? I believe they had
2: a song together or something like that. I'd like to see that. I would like to smoke with those guys.
0: The purchase price represents a 38% premium to Twitter stock closing price on April 1st, which was the last trading day before Musk disclosed his 9% stake in Twitter. Brett Taylor, Twitter's independent board chair, said, quote, The Twitter board conducted a thoughtful and comprehensive process to assess Elon's proposal. With a deliberate focus on value certainty and financing, the proposed transaction will deliver a substantial cash premium, and we believe it is the best path forward for Twitter's stockholders.
2: That has to gall them, because being on the board while holding really, truly, pathetically small shares of of stock... Um, what that tells me is that their purpose for being at Twitter in the first place was not profit. It's, it's control. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Well, also having 1% of Twitter, that's, that's gotta be a pretty pricey thing as well, right?
0: Sure. But generally you don't get approached for board membership unless you are a player, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're not just going to be some schmo.
1: But I mean, how many, I guess, how many people have 1% of Twitter though?
0: It can't be many.
1: How many people? What actually own one percent of Twitter? I mean, we look at less than hundred. I mean, right? We look at that, we go, <laughs> oh well, I can't. You know, they only own one percent of Twitter. Yeah, but that's like saying that's like someone owning you know a thousand Bitcoin right now. It's like okay. They may only have 1,000 Bitcoin or whatever, but when you stack that against the total number of Bitcoin
0: out there... Yeah, there's only a handful, I think, of people that own more than than 1% of Twitter, and it may not even be a whole handful. I know Jack Dorsey, the former CEO, has like Mm -hmm. 2.5%, Musk had 9%, and I think the crown prince of um, Saudi Arabia. There's
2: actually one person who owns more than... well, not a person... But I guess the Vanguard Fund. Oh, yes, there
0: are many funds.
2: Like 10%, so That's slightly correct. more than BlackRock's got Musk. some. BlackRock's got some. Bank of America. Saudi Prince. Yes who has like five or six percent yes and he was against
0: and, uh, yeah he he takeover. he
2: was against it i i uh i i actually suggested that somebody tweeted him about that because it's like you know well obviously i mean you run a country well though cut your head off for telling the truth so i'm not surprised you're not big on the free speech <laughs> right in fact he was saying
0: he wanted to double before the deal was done and it's done now but the the crown prince guy was talking about doubling down and like increasing his share to fight against musk and looks like things didn't work out for yeah. him
2: the leftists would have loved it is the amazing yeah thing. they would have they would have been i i don't understand why it is that like they're like if if you say anything like you know uh babylon b names uh names that really ugly trans woman in in the uh in the Biden administration, the mm-hmm. just horrifically ugly one. Uh, name, uh, she got named man, uh, woman man of, of the year, the year oh, for something, of, right, right. and so magazine. they named her man of the year and got, and got thrown banned. off yeah. off Twitter. But the Saudis will actually cut people's heads That's off right. for being gay, and and the leftists just no love problem. it. They're yeah. like, it's
0: cool. Yeah, leave his leave his account be. Uh, Here's what Musk had to say about it. This is Musk's quote that Twitter included in this press release. Quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. See,
1: that's the part where I'm like, okay, this is an ego trip for Elon Musk just as much as it was for Donald Trump or any of these other companies. No one is debating the future of democracy on Twitter. A lot of people are. No, they're arguing incessantly and no one's getting anywhere. That's not debating. That's, that's just a bunch of trolls what arguing incessantly. The future
2: of humanity looks like. No, it's just a bunch um, of people jerking it on the internet. But uh, it's
1: like our matrix chat except it's publicized to a larger audience. I
0: think I mean nobody you would probably make the case that you've convinced people on Twitter.
2: Um I think I've I've probably convinced some people but um the the thing about about Twitter I I've never been a big Twitter user mm-hmm. um actually I uh I'm I'm somewhat too verbose for their uh 280 characters uh to, yeah 200 didn't they increase it to like 500 No it was increased from 140 to 280 Oh god 140 I don't even I don't even get through my my lead in in 140 yeah. characters, but um
1: but there used to be something called Twit longer that would allow you to make a much longer tweet and then just sort of post a link to like it. To but it. it took people off of Twitter, so it never really got off the ground. But yeah, the 140 character mm-hmm. limit that was that sucked.
0: 280 it, sucks. Uh, but, yeah,
1: that's not a huge improvement.
0: Uh, and maybe uh, Musk will make that change too. Who knows what he's going to be bringing to the table here? He he did. Uh, Well, I got a a little bit more from him coming up here in a moment. And if if you want to weigh in, feel free. I I tend to kind of be between the both of y'all. I think that most people are wasting their breath arguing on Twitter. But there are probably some people who've seen people like nobody arguing on there. And they might have been persuaded on an issue.
1: I'm not saying no one's ever been persuaded. But I'm saying, like, the the future of the human species is not going to be solved or decided on Twitter or Facebook.
2: The thing is, there's a lot of... uh important people on on twitter a lot of people that you normally can't interact
0: with that is true and they're a little bit more accessible there there's more coming up hour two is next
2: free talk live
0: kicking off hour number two here on free talk live phones are open join us at 603-283-6160 at 603-283-6160 I'm skeptical that uh, Elon Musk is going to be some sort of great savior for Twitter, but I do think it's pretty entertaining to watch this whole process of him taking over the company and people, especially on the left, freaking out
2: over it. I think he'll improve the hell out of it. I mean, the thing is, their problem isn't difficult to diagnose and it's not a lot of work to fix it as a matter of fact it takes less than no work to fix what 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 they need to do is stop doing some things that they're already doing
0: and yeah, they had to hit the undo button on uh some blanket bands that they've been laying out there so yeah i mean i agree with you it would be a relatively yeah. quick fix but
2: even if they didn't undo the existing bands um, you know, over time, if they weren't creating new bands, people would just open new accounts and the problem would be solved anyway. So they could just do nothing that doesn't solve stop the problem. Doing what they're doing.
1: It just changes the demographics of people who aren't using Twitter instead of people who are banned for Twitter. You have people who are like, okay, no, look, they're allowing open Nazis to post freely on their platform. I'm leaving. That's why people are leaving Twitter now. That's why they're deactivating mm-hmm. their accounts out of just the fear that that's going to happen under Elon Musk's ownership. If something like that were to mm-hmm. actually happen, it, it, it's not like you're suddenly going to have people on the left and people on the right sharing this social media platform that hasn't happened since MySpace, and it's probably never going to happen again. Well, it you're just going on to both
2: ha- Twitter and Facebook. Left I don't and think right so. were both using Twitter and Facebook. For a long time. If they weren't, there wouldn't have been any reason to throw. They weren't throw as half politicized
1: then. I, I I'll give you that. Uh, it, the politics in the United States were yeah. certainly not as divided in the earlier days of Facebook and Twitter. I would argue that Facebook mm. and Twitter had a large role to play in that division. But regardless, yeah. allowing people on the right who, you know, some of them are racist or whatever, or homophobic or transphobic, allowing them to freely post on Twitter is not going to increase twitter's revenue or allow twitter to have more users is just going to change the the type of person who's using twitter it's not going to solve anything it's just going to change things
2: i think it will probably um increase uh the number of users because basically they um i mean they had a raging hard-on for a full half of their users and Twitter's or Elon's strategy, which I think is about the the right one, is basically what he said is that the the ten percent that are most extreme on both sides of the political spectrum should be equally unhappy, and I think that's about. What you want to keep normal people, who who you know, if they see a Nazi, they're not going to you know run for their space for their safe space. They're they're just going to hit the block button. Yeah, um, I don't that's, think that's true of the average leftist. Well, that's
1: not too, bad, really for I mean, that's not too is... bad for them. That's 50-ish percent of their demographic.
0: Probably not 50 percent, but um, it's well, probably 50 percent now. Yeah, it's probably more
2: than that now. I but... mean, if you
1: scroll through Twitter right now, I, I I just don't see very many posts of what I would consider to be a not crazy leftist so, okay. that's
2: because if you're not a crazy
1: leftist they throw you off well, here's right. the thing. so how do they gain users by changing their behavior they're, going they're to not going to lose all of those that many crazy users. Leftists.
0: that's the thing I think nobody's correct about this for the same reason that we can't get people to leave Facebook or Twitter the mm-hmm. people on the left, are they're going to bitch, they're going to moan. A small percentage of them, maybe less than 10%, mm-hmm. are going to go somewhere else. But they're not going to really see any viable alternatives out mm-hmm. there to go to. And the old excuse of, well, Twitter's where my audience is, is going yeah. to be in, you know, in
2: vogue. You go to the marketplace because that's where the people are and you can't just start your own marketplace somewhere else unless you like to buy and sell things from yourself yeah. that's the problem and that's why it's important to fix twitter instead of just abandoning abandoning it because if anything that anything that started now would be either pure left or pure right. They
0: wouldn't
1: be starting anything. They would just be not using Twitter anymore. These same they people, have to go
0: somewhere else. They're, they're
1: already somewhere else. Where? We're in the minority of people who are like using only one social What's media the somewhere platform. Else they're, they're on I'm Facebook, they're on YouTube, they're on all of these other their they TikTok, and mm. a large number, they're on Snapchat, they're on Instagram. Platter,
2: all of those platforms, though, are hard left thought police. Exactly. They're just going to cut out Twitter. Um, why why so would they stay will. on it? The most, the most extreme, the libs of tip TikTok types. Yeah, they'll probably run for the hills and and you know find some mastodon server that they can use. The, as a But you're safe, not going. They're, they're
1: not going anywhere. They're just going to stop posting to Twitter. They, most of these people aren't. Why, posting if you've got Twitter. ten
0: thousand followers or or twenty or fifty or however many of these people have, why are they going to walk away from that? Well, the because they're not willing to share hard, a
2: platform with Nazis. They're just not the extremely hard hard uh, hard left. Probably will. I I strongly doubt that open nazis are going to be welcome either um you know i don't, I don't
1: think why. I mean, maybe not nazis but um, open racists open homophobes mm-hmm. i mean musk himself is really close to being openly transphobic i mean he's not but he's really really he gets as close hmm. to skirting that line as he possibly can while having plausible deniability but they interesting can, they now can- do
2: you consider rogan transphobic I don't pay enough attention to Rogan to know. How about uh, Chappelle? No. Okay.
0: Okay, but they can hit the block button, and they they, they there are still yeah. right wingers on Twitter today. I, look, so, I'm like, with you. People can just
1: block the people they don't want to associate with, but that's mm-hmm. not how the we're libertarians. That's how we approach things. Mm-hmm. The average person doesn't approach things like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. They I don't go, think it's going to be more. Than actually, there are Nazis yeah. here. I shouldn't be here. That's and how I don't, they I don't think
0: more than one percent are going to do that. I think the
1: vast majority of away. the leftists on Twitter. And I don't think Twitter there's going to
2: be a lot of a lot of Nazis there either. I don't. Well, I don't I'm using Nazi as a shorthand,
1: problem. and I probably shouldn't be for people who are openly racist, or openly yeah. homophobic, or open one of these other things that we generally frown upon people being.
0: Uh, mm. Musk himself was, I guess, interviewed at a recent TED conference about what his vision was for the platform, and he said this quote: "I think it's very important for there to be an inclusive arena for free speech." He said at the time, acknowledging, though, that some content moderation would be needed to deal with explicit calls to violence and ensure the service complied with the laws in the country in which it operates. Hmm. He also said he would generally...
2: you more or less have to do, or you won't have the service anymore. Right.
0: It? So I don't think it's going to be a true free speech, unmoderated platform, but how far they're going to go hmm. with this moderation remains to be seen. I mean,
1: it sounds point. similar to Telegram's moderation policy, right? Where where they're just going to take down people who are actively calling for violence or terrorism or perhaps, whatever? Perhaps,
0: perhaps. Although get- Telegram has done more when governments have, I think it was Brazil threatened to kick them out of the country if they didn't take out certain groups ah, or something.
2: Brazil, where the nuts come from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh he said that he would generally prefer timeouts to permanent bans, which could suggest a path back for Donald Trump, of course, to return to the platform. So that's that's all we got from uh from his vision as reported by CNBC. Why I even do the timeouts just delete back, the tweets? I'm sorry, what?
1: Why even why even do the timeouts, just delete the tweets, right? Just say, Hey, you can't say that. You have to delete
0: it. Well, mm-hmm. I guess the idea is they could just come right back and say it again.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think the uh I think there are technological solutions that are decentralized mm-hmm. and I really think that's going to be the way that uh that people eventually go. I mean basically say you form a uh, a cell of people that has similar tastes in what they in what they don't want to see. Well, if there's 10,000 of you, then only one of you has to see it and identify it and pass that information on. And the rest of you can avoid it, even though it's still there.
0: There's more coming up here. The number is 603-283-6160. You can join us on the radio. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live, the phones are open. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian nobody and Aria in the studio tonight. And you're invited to join us online anytime you want. Just head over to Freetalklive.com. And also, Free talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. If you're ready to start learning about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, you can head over to bitcoin.com and click get started right there at the top of the page you'll be taking some introductory videos and you can watch as many of them as you feel so inclined the first one at the minimum i would recommend you get through it's all of about three minutes in length and you'll get some of the basics down about crypto like bitcoin and bitcoin cash so head over to bitcoin.com and if you're not brand new to crypto you can uh, follow their news site they've got news Every single day, updated fresh over at news.bitcoin.com. A new, again, that's news.bitcoin.com. So, uh, just a little bit more here from Elon Musk. This is what they included, a quote from Musk in the, uh, the official press release from Twitter, announcing that they are being purchased by Musk, and it's a $43 billion or $44 billion deal that is expected to close at some point in 2022. So, this year, and I, I guess as far as corporations go, that's probably relatively quickly. Uh, he is then going to take the uh, the Twitter private, which means you will no longer just be able to go and openly buy stock on uh, on a public marketplace. Uh, Musk did say that he intends to keep shareholders around, so like, it won't be a completely Elon Musk, 100% owned by him thing. There could be other people who can own a piece of this. How that's going to all shake out, not really clear uh, at this point. And if you know more about how these things transpire.
1: I never thought about that, but yeah, if I wanted to buy shares of Twitter, doesn't that mean someone out there has to be willing to, to sell, sell their share they're not just like generated spontaneously, unique, right? Anything
2: you want to buy, somebody has to be willing to sell. Yep. Well,
1: not if right. Elon Musk owns 100% of it, right?
2: That, that well, that's sort of what have I'm getting to at. Be willing to sell.
0: Well, here's the other thing. This this actual this document from Twitter, this press release from them says the transaction, which has been unanimously approved by the board of directors, that's my favorite part. They didn't have a choice.
1: This is financially in the best interest of all shareholders,
0: except for people that bought above fifty four dollars and twenty cents. But yes, well,
2: it's it still might be in their in their best best interests if if it's not going to go up there again. That's true. But it doesn't matter how much they
1: oppose it or how against it or how much they hate having to turn over Twitter to Elon Musk. They had to do it. They don't have a choice.
2: Yeah. And, uh, well, the one person who seems to be enthusiastic about it, interestingly, is Jack Dorsey. Oh, really? I haven't
0: seen his comments yet.
2: Yeah. He uh, he actually came out in favor of Musk buying the thing. He's... Uh, um, I, I don't know. I think, I think he's realizing the the damage that he did. He did. He said and, publicly
0: that he was sorry for his role mm-hmm. in centralizing the internet. Yeah, Musk that's what made. Fix it
2: though. That's what made me think that that they might go with a go with a federverse because if you take that platform. That already has the thing that you can't get, which is well-known people using it and a huge Mm -hmm. user base, and you transform it into something decentralized, then you've done a really big beautiful thing. That would be amazing. Because you've moved a lot of the movers and shakers of the world onto a decentralized platform in probably the only way that you can do that.
1: I don't think so. All all you really need is marketing, and I I think $40 billion of marketing money could have done a whole lot more towards it. I mean, look at TikTok. TikTok came out of nowhere, and then suddenly it was the number one social media platform in the world, and that was just Mm -hmm. by being promoted on Twitter and Facebook, and then word mm -hmm. of mouth took over. They're
2: they're also run by the Chinese army, which has a lot of connections. They've got the whole U.S. media eating right out of their hand.
1: But they didn't spend close to $40 billion in advertising TikTok. Probably not. Um, Maybe not
2: in cash, but their connections are probably worth a lot more than $40 billion.
0: Well, you make an interesting point nobody and that is if they decide to somehow decentralize this that would be amazing. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's any real indication that's going to happen and you also have to keep in mind Mastodon isn't really decentralized. It's just there are uh it's open source. It is federated. So well, there's is, competition.
2: It's it's polycentric.
0: Yeah. Which that's is true.
2: you don't necessarily want something um of that sort to be fully decentralized mm-hmm. because most of the most of there are tasks required in order to keep a thing like that operating that most people can't do um even even to keep mastodon uh yeah. running
0: there's admin stuff that's um
2: that. yeah and and you don't want the users doing their own admin
0: Yeah, so, I mean, even if they were to... And he does say they want to open-source the algorithms. That's as far Mm -hmm. as he's going so far. Here's his quote. He says, I also... That's the
2: most important thing, because all of a sudden, um, especially if you can change the algorithms, you have a place where you're not being constantly manipulated behind the scenes by shadowy forces you don't understand.
0: He said, quote... I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating spam bots, and authenticating all humans. So, hmm. that sounds like there's going to be perhaps know your customer requirements to join Twitter, some sort of ID or Oh, I mean, some kind there of...
2: already are. You can't join Twitter without a phone number. Is that true? I don't know. I thought you could.
0: I'm pretty sure that's not true, nobody, because uh, I know there's an NH Goldback account, and I'm pretty sure that account did not have to provide a phone number to join Twitter. I could
2: be wrong. I think there are are bot accounts on Twitter. Um, Well, I mean,
1: they're...
0: they're, That's what he wants to get rid of. I mean, they're just,
1: they're open, but does he want to get rid of the bots that like the, the libs of TikTok or whatever?
0: That's well, there's a, a human bot. posting those things.
1: There isn't that one example. I can't think of one of these bots. Also, but there are countless. There and, are
0: spam bots all over Twitter.
1: A ton, of And them. that's not even what I mean. But there are countless. Like if you post something about Bitcoin, there right. are aggregate bots out there. Yeah, sure. There are that will take all I mean, of those and just tweet about
0: them.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, if TTT is is a bot by some definitions. Um, yeah,
1: but there's a person behind that account, right? When, if, when I follow the someone person a person behind
2: every bot.
1: Yes, but there isn't a person behind every Twitter account.
2: Some well, of them are just bot accounts. Because and- bots don't set up accounts on their sous spontané. They somebody has to tell them to do that.
1: That's true. They are just following orders. I think that's pedantic. I think that's a silly argument to make.
2: (laughs) Well, it's true. I mean, it's it's uh, as I say, there's no such
1: thing as an actual bot because there's really a person back there programming it. Okay, no, there's still a bot. There's a
0: bot, but they don't do it on their own.
2: There are bots, but there are not. uh, There are no computer programs with volition. Somebody yet. has I to did. have volition in order for them to act. He says, the
0: Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. There's more coming up. You can join us, 603-283-6160. It is Free Talk Live.
3: Insight Daily Radio. Conversations with today's most interesting artists and creators. Author, humorist, and radio personality Garrison Keillor has been a fixture in popular culture since the 1970s, with more than 30 best-selling books and his Prairie Home Companion radio program. And he has a new book entitled Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel. We caught up with Garrison to chat about his new book and the creative journey that continues to bring Lake Wobegon to life. Just
4: begin with one story that you believe in because it is true, and from this, other things develop. It used to be harder for me to write a novel because I was overthinking it, and I had ambitions for it. You lose that ambition. You give up ambition, but you still love to work.
3: That's author and humorist Garrison Keillor, whose new book, Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel, has just been released and is now available wherever books are sold. See Garrison Keillor live on stage May 2nd at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Keillor will be joined by iconic artists including country music star Brad Paisley, soprano Ellie Dean, Elvin Bishop's Big Fun Trio, vocalist Heather Massey, and many more. Enjoy a live show filled with Lake Wobegon stories, humor, music, and audience sing-alongs. Red Rocks Amphitheater, May 2nd. Reserve your seat today.
0: It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Some people are reporting, including John Bush, a longtime friend of the show. He is uh, saying online that some people are having their accounts unbanned already from Twitter, which is... It seems unlikely.
1: It seems like these people who have been bad probably just haven't been checking regularly. And now yeah. they checked, and it's like, oh.
0: Oh, I'm back in. Yeah, it's
1: like, oh, but <laughs> correlation is not causation, as they like to say. I mean, and if you've been bad for six months or something, you're probably not checking whether or not you can use Twitter every day. But That's now something point. big has happened, so people are inclined so to you check. logged
0: in. Yeah, yeah that, that could, be, it could be that simple um but uh, anyway we're going to continue all of a sudden phones just blew up so we're going to go into your calls and thoughts here it's uh, ian tonight nobody and aria and don't forget you can join us online of course over at freetalklive.com where you can enjoy all the various features there archives and more for free at freetalklive.com let's talk to jack in washington state you're on free Talk live jack
5: Um,
7: Yeah, tonight's been a really fun show because there's been a really good debate. It's been fun to, like, I believe in Aria and and Ian and uh, nobody, like, here and there. I'm all over the place. And I think that's, I've been on Twitter since 2009, and I watched it, you know, Trump and politics and all that crap aside, be kind of, like, owned by, like, one mind think or something that was a turnoff. So my hope, and I agree with Arya on this. I think there may be a Trojan horse in this with Elon Musk. That I hope that we can actually have some level of debate. Tonight's Show is amazing. I love hearing Arya and Nobody and and Yui and mm. you know all kind of have a discussion. And I feel like that's disappearing from a lot of social media and news and everything else. If that if that makes sense. Mm.
2: It makes perfect sense. The whole thing that I liked about social media is I could actually argue with people that I disagreed with. Um, And most of the time I'm in kind of a libertarian bubble, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: you know, so I don't get exposed to a lot of a lot of other areas. But in order to, to be comfortable with that, you know. There has to be comfort for me as well and there and there has to be comfort for all parts of the political spectrum. Uh you know, except the people who won't be comfortable except in a space safe space.
1: I see, but that's where I think that's how most people are. Like you would you would I mean, expect that's how most flaming liberal Twitter that, that's my point. Are. That's exactly my point is that the average person on the left look as a trans person. You would expect me to have some level of association with the with other trans people with the trans leftists. You know they may not like me, but they see me and they go, okay, well this mm-hmm. is one of us. We you know we we disagree on this, but we still support Ari as a trans person. There's but none of don't. that. There's none of it. They can't stand me. I don't mm-hmm. think I. Ha- I have probably fewer trans friends on Facebook
2: than you do. Mm. I, I should introduce you to one of my friends on uh, in in Keen because she has the same the same issue that she's trans. I don't consider it an issue. She that hates it's, trans people. Mm. It's their um, problem. I don't
1: hate them. It's their problem. They're they're the ones with the problem, not me. However, if even a if, if they're not even willing to extend an ear to another trans person in mm-hmm. order to listen to them. Mm, they're, they're not, not listening. They're
7: not. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, but yeah, I, hear, I hear so much more from Aria about the trans issue and understanding it than I do from a, a lot of the hard left or hard right about it. You know, uh, she gives me real information from a real person living it. Believe it or not. Yeah. So yeah. I can make my own decision rather than being, you know, uh, clocks bleached in the brain by one or the other you know well, media
0: outlet. I think most people understand that, or I would hope people understand, that when you're arguing with somebody on whatever platform we're talking about, whether they be trans or whatever the issue, whoever your opponent is, you're almost never going to convince the opponent. It's mm-hmm. always the people who are watching yeah. that are the ones that might have an open mind, they might be on the fence, that's who is going to benefit from whatever conversation you might have with one of these trans uh, member, what are the, what are they call the, the collective? uh One of the collective. You might, you know, you might persuade somebody mm-hmm. who you don't even know who just happened to be observe, observing that conversation.
2: Yeah. See, I've got a weird view of the whole trans thing. To me, it's like, you know, is is a trans woman a real woman, or is a trans man a real man? Well, it depends on how you define those words, mm-hmm. and different people can define the same words in different ways so to some people you know a man is a person with a masculine personality and for some people a man is a person with a johnson the (laughs) the problem is and both people both sides in this issue suffer from the same problem which is they both insist that Only their their words can be used, and to use the other words, uh, or to use words the other way, is invalid. It's like saying you can't use the word gay to mean happy. You have to use it to mean homosexual. Mm. Well, there's a lot of people who have been happy and gay for a long time.
0: I had three people talking at once there. What was that, Jack?
7: oh the rainbow too it can be gay and happy can be gay and the rainbow can be a you know the reflection of light and the,
2: yeah and the, sun and the hip and is using the rainbow long before the gays got it
7: that tribal crud is taking over man and that's what i love about aria i disagree with you 90 percent of the time but i love your viewpoints um 90 mm. percent of the time somehow it's a weird thing you
0: know it's,
2: Jack, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Aria, because she can violently disagree with me and not run away.
0: Indeed. Let's go uh, to (laughs) Mark. Our very own Mark Edge is on the line, calling us from Florida. Go ahead, Mark.
4: Hey, the only thing I've got to say about this trans issue is, is I'm never calling a singular person "they." Just not going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you got to draw a line somewhere in the yep. sand, and mine is using the plural to describe the singular. And look, I get it. There's mm-hmm. times in the English language when we do use they to refer to um, a singular person. Like, if somebody wants a glass of water, well, they better get up and get it. I mean, that's been used for a long time, but... Um, Let me, it's still wrong. This- Let
1: me interject real quick, Mark, because I I think you're probably... Living, living in a bubble here. I used to say the same thing, right? I'm never going to refer to a single person as they, yet I have since found myself doing it. And it's, it's okay. largely because I don't want to openly insult someone to their face. Right. A lot
2: of people do things they said they would never do. Like this, this person comes out as trans
1: and is like, "I, I, I want to be called she/her, but I will accept they/them." It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to call you she/her as long as you have a beard, right? I'm just not going to do uh-huh. it. So do you insult this person to their face by calling him by calling them he/him, or do you do you just bite your teeth
2: and say they? But you never. Would I just say, avoid using pronouns. Yeah, you if, would never say they're he, irritating to me.
0: You would never say he/him to somebody. To their face, you would say you, right? If you're addressing a person. Okay, well let's say there's
2: three per- of you and
1: you're talking to person C about mm-hmm. person A and person A is the present one. You and- could use their
0: name well this is why this is why
1: i always use amplifiers (laughs) full names and i never say he or him or she or her because i never know right the thing but that's awkward and let's not pretend like that's not just as awkward to constantly say well let's ask rich what rich's opinion is rich blah 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 blah, blah, instead of just saying his
2: well nobody has any experience with awkward names. (laughs) (laughs) true Um, but I'm just saying the if you thing were in that won't position do, Mark is, I think is would... like if you just make up your pronouns like if you just make up noises and say that's me yeah I'm not going to re- it's it's not that i care enough to resist you on that it's just i don't care enough to remember that um I just i've think got that if mark a lot of things himself- that i think about and no matter how hard you try that won't be one of them
0: uh mark i don't know if you um, finished your point I, th- I don't think you did hang on uh, we'll, we'll continue here in moments uh, i don't know if you guys heard the captain uh, captain kickass over the weekend on sunday announced that he has come up with his pronouns uh it is mofo yeah. So that is how he will be refer- uh, referred my, to.
2: My pronouns, if anybody is into that thing enough to ask, is your majesty.
0: More coming up here in moments. You can join us. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 coming up a japanese man has married his anime doll his I wife
2: sold. what did you say i said i saw yeah yeah we'll
0: get into that coming up here uh, in moments you can weigh in as well at 603-283-6160 phone calls are coming in. All of a sudden, we're going to get to everybody. If you're on hold, stand by. Uh, you're you're coming up. Uh, but first, we do have Mark Edge on the line with us here, uh, host of the show down in Florida at the moment.
2: Mark. Nice to be able to talk to you again, Mark. Yeah, it certainly is. Thanks indeed. to the lawyers. Yeah. Have your people call my people. We'll do lunch. <laughs> right.
1: yeah, Mark, did you give any consideration to what I said?
4: About? Uh, regarding about uh, if you
1: found pronouns? yourself in a situation where someone wanted yeah. you to call them, you know, some, a pronoun they, that you were, it's a matter. They don't want you to call them. They, them, they want you to call them. She, her, or he, him. While meanwhile, she's got, you know, triple D's or he has a beard. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're asking you to call them. She, her, but or whatever. Both. You're in a position <laughs> that aside, you're in a position <laughs> where you have to choose the pronoun that you find is going to be least offensive to this person and least offensive to you personally now would you would you rather just call the bearded person she her or would you rather just call them they them or would you insult um, them as they stood there and call that person
4: he him you could have a conversation with them to start with because i mean this is what this is about is controlling the conversation if i demand that you call me his magnificence
1: this person hasn't made a demand time. They just said, "Hey, I prefer to be called she/her," and they have a beard. Right.
2: They and haven't made a demand of you, you. I prefer to be step called outside, Daddy. When right, when you step
4: outside of the norms, your demand it, it is it's a request. How's that? And then I make my request, which is to be called His Magnificence. Now, do you want to be call? You want to call me His Magnificence? In which case, you have given me something in a social sense. And then I'm prepared to give you something in a social sense. Mm. But if you're just going to stand there fat with purple hair and demand something from me in a social sense, expect to be disappointed.
2: Purple hair can be, can be good on, on the right person. Sure can. Sure. You know, it's one of the yep. unfortunate things is that the liberals kind of got a, got a lock on the alternative hair colors. And, uh, you know that's that's sad because that can be hot. <laughs> so did he answer your question, Arya?
1: I think he did, but I don't think he was. I, I think if Mark Edge found himself in that position, I don't believe he would genuinely be a jerk.
4: Well, we'll see.
5: Uh, I, I don't think we ever will. Put,
4: right, that's the thing. Is is I'd have to run across a, uh, a lumberjack for
2: the first time. I'm a lumberjack um, and... and I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I work all uh, night and I sleep all day. But you didn't call weekend, in about trans
4: stuff, right? No. Okay. This weekend, I was thinking about cars and sort of the freedom that surrounds them. So um, I read some book in the past, uh, More Wealth Without Risk by Charles Givens. And in it, he claims that the third largest expense of your life is going to be uh, first housing, second taxes, third. Automobiles. And maybe it's
2: automobiles. Wait, as the the third aspect. largest expense of your life is going to be all three of those things? No, vehicles. No, it's
4: going to be the third. Yeah. Cars. Okay. Um, so uh, when thinking about cars, I mean, I was kind of thinking about, well, what's the freedom that surrounds cars? So, for instance, in New Hampshire, if I go buy a car, I don't have to pay for sales tax. But right. my registration costs are going to be super high. Uh, on a new car.
2: Not and, if you registered I, I, in Montana. Well, you can um, only do that with
4: certain cars as well.
2: Like it has to be a
1: certain
4: amount of. Eight, no, years you can
0: register in Montana um, uh, yeah, true, prior to 11 years old. Plates. You just won't get a permanent. Right.
4: And um, but one would wonder why you would necessarily go through all the trouble to register a new car in Montana if you didn't get the permanent plate that came after 10 and a half years. Um,
0: well, perhaps and, you don't want to pay the full uh, New Hampshire fee. Because in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. they charge you based on the age of the car, but you don't get right. that in a lot of other states.
2: Well, the other thing that's like nice Florida. is if you register it to a to a corporation, instead of selling the car... You can sell the corporation, and that way nobody really knows who owns that. That's deal. true.
0: Yeah, you can just give somebody a file folder, and they give you the cash, and the deal's done. You don't have to register any uh, sale with the government in that case.
2: Yeah, It's true, that's but true. then
4: the person has to pay an annual fee in order to keep the car, um, to keep the corporation. And not everybody wants to play no, that. That's not true either game.
0: that I've, from what I've seen. But okay. uh, it depends on which state you're you're dealing with and all that. So what was, what were you driving at?
4: Yeah, I'm just uh, thinking about this. I was thinking about, for instance, (laughs) uh, Saipan, uh, the U.S. Marianas, where I lived for uh, several months and I'm still a resident of it um, due to some vagarities of tax law and COVID-19. And there, you neither had to pay sales tax on the vehicle, nor did you have to pay the sort of exorbitant registration fee that you do in many states, including New Hampshire, Hmm. for sort of the annual registration. So there, if you buy a car, you're, um, you know,
1: Insurance Isn't it kind of like
4: to, a
2: small island, though? It is. It is. So, I mean, why buy a car? <laughs> well, you know, I thought if the you same can thing walk from one side of the island to the other in 10 minutes, a car is overkill.
0: It's yeah, a little well, bigger than that. Right? Yeah, but you could get a bike.
1: Like I I've been considering getting getting a bicycle here in New Hampshire cuz it'd be a great way to exercise my dog, right? But I went to the bike shop today and they're like 800 bucks. That's not wow. worth it for that. But if I lived no Saipan, I didn't good need work. a vehicle at all. Why not go ahead and spend the 800 bucks on a
2: good for bicycle? Two of your bikes you could buy my car.
0: Well, I mean, there are I'm sure a lot of people that just take a cab around uh, Saipan or or bike, isn't that right, Mark?
2: Yeah,
4: um, I think I think biking is probably done by people who live in downtown Garapan, as opposed to um, you know living out in say Cagman or something like that. So a, a bike's going to work for certain people and not going to work for others, mm. and they do have this kind of. Um, they have ethnic-based cap taxis there. So if you're, for instance, Chinese, you can pay a lot less for a taxi cab than you would if you were American. <laughs> you get a gringo price. <laughs> wow. Be, Are there gringo cabs
2: matter. that that will be, overcharge? They, will, no, they, don't,
4: they don't work for cheap. I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
2: so, and then I was thinking you about... You don't know like, some of the gringos I know.
4: <laughs> I was thinking about... I know uh, $40 i don't know anything about that um well, you you tell her where i'm living did you get there robbed, robbed by a hooker <laughs> huh? did you quote get I, wink wink robbed
2: by a hooker i
1: i'll tell you that story. i had, <laughs> I, I I had, had one. one try no not you no. <laughs> oh mark while walking through the streets of las vegas right wink wink was robbed by a hooker who said that he refused
2: to
4: pay her that's pretty accurate well, if you're just um, walking <laughs> down
2: the street you don't usually have to pay them mark claims and that's he's not why a i love the story so much
1: because i believe mark was probably not a client but you, if you tell it right it There's
4: sounds no way to tell the story and not sound like a, a, a john right how um, do you know that do, she however, was a hooker
2: if, if she just came up occupation. and robbed you that is a I'm question i never occupation. thought to ask were you she guessing was, uh, based on how 11. she was
0: dre- uh, dressed, or I something? Mean, it uh-huh. sounds
2: like she was yeah. a thief.
1: Was she dressed? Well, uh, w- are you making that assessment based on services she provided?
4: Um, I, not not ones that I actually know. <laughs> I mean, My did she rob you team. and
2: offer to blow you on the way out? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, no.
0: She came um, up and snatched his glasses off his face and then refused to give them back until he paid her, right? Wasn't that basically the story? She jacked
2: right, his I had,
4: glasses?
0: I had what $42. was she going to do
2: with those? pulled them for them ransom? Over an over,
4: dropped them off an overpass into the street. And had I not paid her, she certainly would. She believed me. She would have. And uh, so I had to make what the decision. What did you, you pay I her? The glasses I had $42? $42. $42? $42. Wow. Yeah.
2: I've gotten a lot more than my glasses back for that. Well,
4: <laughs> perhaps you should have been there negotiating for me. I um, really so should have. Did you bitch <laughs> well, smack I her? I did not. I wasn't. You, well, you got to smack him a couple was. of times. <laughs> that was one of my thoughts. Believe me, Rich, um, you know, eight and a half years in prison, I assessed the notion as to whether or not I wanted to use violence in that circumstance. And I decided whatever she's got, I don't want to catch, and it isn't mm-hmm. worth $42 over. So uh, I got my glasses back. I was $42 lighter, and I consider that probably the best outcome I could have gotten. Sure. Yeah, it's it would have been expensive. I'd
2: rather, pay, I'd rather pay 200 for new glasses than pay $40. Oh, it's about 8 A, a um, million for defense and not one dime for tribute. All
4: right. I, I, I like that very much But uh, I, do get, I did get a great story About getting uh, robbed by a four-foot-eleven hook. It is a hell of uh, in a story Vegas. Well, uh, Did you have a point about the cars in the
0: islands And where, where were you going
4: I at? don't think there is a point I think that you have to decide what the freedom that you want to have is So for instance in New Hampshire you get the freedom of not paying sales tax In Florida you get the freedom of not having to pay a high registration In Sp- Saipan you're going to be heck, really really remote But you don't have to pay either And in Utila you don't have to pay any of it Because you don't have a car
2: Okay, there you go. I hear Honduras repealed its Free Cities Act.
0: Yeah, almost. There's more coming up here in moments. Hour three. It's Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. The phones are open here. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We have more of your calls on the way tonight. Plus, a Japanese man has married an anime doll. Yep. It's a true story. Uh, that's on the way coming up His here. His waifu. Yeah.
1: That's what they call it. Is that them. what that, that word means? It's usually a pillow or something, though. In this no, this one's not a pillow. Is it? You say doll, but this is like a, an a ordinary doll. doll, right? Yeah, it's like
0: a full-size doll. I, is it like... I don't know if it's a sex doll. Okay. That, I, I don't know about that. I was trying to figure out how to phrase that. Uh, <laughs> with you tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Arya. But we're going to go to your phone calls first. And then uh, we get a chance, we'll give you an update on Shanghai, where it is... Getting even worse, the what was supposed to be a five-day lockdown is now going on well over, uh, I don't know, a month and a half or something they like that. They got
2: shanghai
0: Big time. And it's not just Shanghai, it's uh, now spreading to other cities in China. We go first, though, to Olivia calling from Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Oh, do we still have you? Olivia? Going once? Olivia Hello? going. Oh, there you hey. are.
8: Nope. Um, hey, so I have a public service announcement. After using uh, the, the city... Um, recycle bins for a while now um, yeah people people need to get on YouTube and watch how materials recovery facilities which is, is their fancy term for recycling warehouses or recycling factories uh, they have virtual tour videos all over um, you can watch the virtual tour of the city of Phoenix material recovery facility Um but, yeah, so it's, it's not like a magical place where wizards just kind of make things that, you know, turn everything back into new things. They, people have to sort the stuff by hand. And when you toss in, like, plastic bags or cords, it uh, jams the rollers. And people have to, like, get in the trash and pull them out. And it's just a, it's just a nasty job.
0: Well, I um, help the, the situation by not recycling at all. Yes. That way no one oh. has to do anything ab- about that because uh, recycling is BS for the most part as Penn & Teller put it in their brilliant mm. documentary uh, film that they made in the early aughts called Penn & Teller's BS. That it thing changed my life. It
2: consumes more energy um, to to go through all of the, all of the crap they go through yep. than it would just to hang fire
1: but it's not about energy consumption right it's about it not ending up in the ocean it is depends who
0: you ask i think i
1: I know i never i have never heard the claim that we recycle to save energy is always to to save raw materials
3: Mm.
8: i i would think it would be to save raw materials too i mean um certainly certainly the metals don't end up in the trash i mean they have uh they have magnets to pull the steel and then they have something called it. uh uh, I forgot what it's called, some kind of eddy uh, current thing that throws the aluminum out, like it reverses m- magnetism, and uh, that that activates the aluminum and throws it into a certain bin. So certainly that would save a lot of both electricity and raw material. Mm-hmm. Um, aluminum the favor, is an
2: exception know. because in nature... Aluminum is nearly always found in the form of aluminum oxide, and it takes a lot of energy to get that oxygen off that aluminum. Um, but, but the thing about, I mean, the, the main issue that I have is subsidized recycling because basically the only time, if you have to subsidize something, it means that you're putting more into it than you're getting out. Um, it wouldn't so,
0: exist in the market.
2: yes, there are some things that would be recycled in a in a free market. um you know, if you park your car in the wrong place they'll they'll recycle the, your catalytic converter before you're ready for them too. um out of aluminum- curiosity,
1: I pulled up you know the benefits of recycling, and mm-hmm. out of the first five, one of them is that it conserves energy. I'm willing to accept that you know Penn and Teller are correct, mm-hmm. and that it does not conserve energy, and that it uses energy. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean the claims about reducing pollution or not sending stuff to landfills and incinerators or into the ocean or conserving natural resources is untrue.
2: Um, I mean conserving natural resources. The problem is when, I mean, money is is a good proxy for for cost um so generally if, i'm not saying if recycling is cost efficient if you're operating at a loss that means you're you're consuming more stuff than you're producing one way or the other uh between the raw materials and the energy um and you know the house that that the employee is going to buy, you have to add all that stuff up. Um and in general, recycling every time I've I've looked at it has seemed to be a net loss in most cases, and by most cases I mean in the cases where people wouldn't do it spontaneously if nobody made them.
1: I don't think the cost of fa- the cost factor is that big a deal. I mean, it costs me money to have my garbage taken out. It would be significantly cheaper for me to just take all the trash and just toss it in the backyard, right? But that's a terrible idea. Well, And it's not because it's cheaper to
2: do it that way. It's, even, it's even because in- that has other costs. It would actually be very expensive to throw your garbage in your backyard because that would reduce the value of your property significantly. In the Um,
1: long run, it would be more expensive. But if that trash is instead of making its way into my backyard, it's making its way into the Gulf of Mexico, then that's not affecting my property values.
2: Well, here it would go to well, the landfill. It's going to be pretty expensive to get it from New England to the Gulf of Mexico, though. I mean, <laughs> you're really. talking yeah, a
0: wood. lot of work, <laughs> a lot to, of shipping costs there. Just
1: toss it out into the ocean. It'll probably end up. It'll probably end up in the Gulf of Mexico at well,
0: some point. I, I mean, the,
2: where you want to drive to Portsmouth?
0: The point that nobody is making here is costs are important, and yeah. if it's cheaper to make, a, let's talk about a plastic bottle. If it's cheaper to make a plastic bottle brand new than it is to make it by the process and all the costs that are involved in recycling the, you know, that whole process, then mm-hmm. it makes sense to just keep making new plastic bottles until the point at which it is no longer cheaper to make the new plastic bottles. And then if recycling bottles is then cheaper, then the market would go in that mm-hmm. direction.
2: Right. Uh, at that point, because because the cost is a proxy for the actual consumption, which is a lot more accurate than what a lot of the environment or environmentalists do who fall in love with their own ideas and are like, Everybody's gotta have an electric car so we don't redo release all this carbon and it's like great, all we have to do is get a bunch of children mining rare earths all <laughs> over the world and until we run out of that we can yeah. Then we gotta dispose of those oh,
0: batteries. The energy creating those batteries is very high. Uh, Olivia, you sound like you want to jump in here. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, I just wanted to say a few things. Um, well, I had like three, three topics. Um, the number number one, there is a place in the marketplace for recycling. I don't know um, if you knew this, but if you go to H and M, the clothing store in the mall, well, before COVID, at least they would recycle your old clothes. So you could just drop them off, and they'd actually give you a store credit. So um, you know, there might be some kind of more money incentive than uh, Penn and Teller discovered. Also, if Well, the thing like is, this-
0: if the market's doing oh. it voluntarily, then that's great. So mm-hmm. uh, there's the bins around here that uh, you can drop clothes into, and they'll go to the kids in Africa, and that's, that's wonderful. Um, and that's oh. all done on a voluntary basis, presumably. But the problem with the government recycling mm-hmm. programs is, in many cases, they are not voluntary. Uh, they are done at the point of a gun. And you will be threatened with violence if you do not participate in those programs in some areas of the country. This one isn't one of them. New Hampshire does not have that problem, at least that I'm aware of. Certainly doesn't in Keene, but uh, where I come from... If
2: if New Hampshire was going to have the problem, it would have it in Keene. Yeah, Yeah. that's for sure.
0: Uh, And uh, where I come from in Florida, it absolutely was a mandatory program. So that, that's one thing. And then the thing the uh, Penn Teller pointed out was when the program was created was in the 1980s, and it was basically created as a government-make-work program. It was essentially a program to hire bureaucrats. That and you have
2: a- to consider everything those bureaucrats consume as part of the cost. More coming up.
0: It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open if you want to join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, you have got Ian.
2: The nobody formerly known as Rich Paul.
0: And Aria. And thanks to Chris LaRue, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS program, which is a Patreon that we started up several months back to replace the old AMP program. Uh, You can join it over at amps.freetalklive.com. AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It's uh, as little as five bucks a month, though, Chris LaRue is doing Diamond Level, and that is uh, quite a bit more. So thank you, Chris, for uh, helping us out there with the AMPS. Uh, Patreon, You can join it over at amps.freetalklive.com. You get some cool benefits from doing that. That's amps.freetalklive.com. I'm going to bring Olivia back on the line here. She was talking about recycling, and it started up quite a conversation amongst uh, the hosts here tonight. Uh, Aria, I don't know if you're playing devil's advocate, uh, but it sounds like... No, I'm just saying... She's
2: a satanist. She does that. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I
1: just think there's... Uh, Look, I don't know if recycling is good for the environment or i don't know how much plastic there is in the oceans and honestly i don't care i just don't think that you know recycling is cheaper is the argument that anyone's ever re- seriously tried to make is the primary no, reason one nobody should recycle does
2: make that make that uh argument they they argue that something can be more costly while being more efficient and as an economist, I say stuff and nonsense. Mm. Somehow, but see, efficiency
1: isn't what it's about. It's never been about efficiency.
0: But it should be.
2: Oh well, because that's what it, the market works it, on. It, it should I tend be. To agree. Because if if you're trying to, I mean, whatever it is you're trying not to consume. Uh, The way you consume less is by operating efficiently. And if you operate inefficiently, then you do not consume less, you consume more. And you are operating contrary to your goals. More harm to the environment.
0: Yeah, um, it, it was a really interesting episode. It's been many years since I've watched it, so it definitely probably deserves another watch, but it changed my life because I stopped <laughs> recycling and immediately after I watched the show because it was just so persuasive. Essentially, they argued the efficiency points that you're making here at Nobody, and also uh, the landfills were brought up, and they, they make the point that there's so much space out there that First of all, landfills are actually, they're easily able to like fill them up and then build golf courses on top of them. So it's not like they're useless areas of land. Mm. But even if they were, you could pile all the landfills together into one spot and it would still be like a pinprick uh, mm-hmm. size on the map. So It would
2: fill less than one county in Texas was, was the, uh, the way I've seen that explained if you piled it like 50 feet high. Yeah,
0: Uh, Olivia,
1: which is all well and good, but it's it's not the landfills that are necessarily the things that people
2: are concerned about. That is what
0: Olivia brought up, and that is what uh, I think. Well, somebody brought it up, but uh, a lot of people are concerned.
2: What What benefit do you think you're gaining? Is that
0: a question um, for Olivia?
2: Go ahead.
8: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Uh, Whoever. I just. I think it's. uh, I think it's good to reduce waste and reduce the need for for more raw. uh, Raw resources, but really, uh, I didn't mean to dissuade anyone from recycling. I just wanted to throw some resources out there for people who do think that that's important. Because so I throwing
2: I resources really out there that's wasteful. <laughs> 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 oh
8: no! Yeah, no,
0: I get, I get where you're coming from, Olivia. You wanted to help the people oh. who do recycle, um, and I want to dissuade yeah. them from doing it because I think it is, uh, as as nobody points out, actually wasteful. You're actually creating more waste by recycling because you're using up more energy. You're costing things, you know, you're increasing costs uh, well, by recycling.
8: Could, could I just throw out the ones that are in the marketplace, though? Could I sure. just mention those? That, okay. Um, if you have, like, small appliances or electronics or cords, please don't put them in the, the city bins. Those need to go to Best Buy. They will recycle those um, for free. And, uh, if you have clothes that you want to throw out, H&M is awesome, but they, well, they used to at least give you a store credit for any clothes that you brought to recycle, and then they'd make them into new clothes. And, um. Um, those H&M A lot of people just go to the
0: Salvation also, Army. I mean, I don't know what H&M or, is. It might be a regional store or something like that. Well, we, there, I don't know if everybody has those around them, but but uh, you know, there's plenty of places where you can take unwanted clothes in, in most given areas, whether it's Goodwill, Salvation Army, or some other local organization. Olivia, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it.
1: And to be clear, I'm not advocating for recycling. I don't recycle, obviously. I, I, don't,
0: I don't know. That wasn't obvious based on but that. I image. don't recycle. Okay.
1: And I don't know anything about the merits of recycling or about the consequences of recycling. It's an issue that I genuinely you know, don't care about. However, I did grow up in the 90s where the Ninja Turtles were all like, hey, you need to recycle, reduce, reuse, mm-hmm. all of that nonsense. And it was never, ever about decreasing energy consumption. It was always about keeping That's trash don't out talk of the about oceans. That.
2: Yeah. That's what Which they said in the 70s before they got disproven. They've moved on to a lot of other excuses. But the, the bottom line is there's a lot of people who really want other people to make a, spend a lot of time and energy futzing with their garbage. Um, yeah, it's a waste. Because that gives them a feeling of control.
0: Yeah, and as far as uh, landfills go, there's no reason to throw stuff in the ocean, whether with or without recycling at all. I mean, that's just pure laziness or whatever yeah. on the part of whoever, whichever government is uh, is authorizing. Well, or it depends on that.
2: how far you are from shore. Um,
0: sure, but I'm, I'm like a lot of people. I wouldn't want to see a bunch of garbage floating uh, floating around. I mean, that that sucks. Uh, mm. Let's let's go to we got.
2: Uh, I think we have Edward here on. Well, the nice thing about the plastic in the ocean for what it's worth is fish like birds have kind of gizzards and they eat rocks to grind things up. And they found the plastic works just as well.
0: Let's talk to Edward in uh, calling us from out there. You're on free talk live.
6: Good evening, everyone. Lovely. It's Edward calling from out there again. It's following along sort of in the same environmental talk that's that's been going at least for the last, last 20 minutes or so. But this goes out to all the pilots out there, and it's not going out to the pilots that work for the airlines and and uh, do good things and get us from point A to point B. These, these are the type who like to get on their knees, and they like to lick boots, and they like to work for – what is coming and what has already been here, especially from people such as David Keith, Ken, Ken Caldera, and Alan mm-hmm. Robach. Yeah, I, I have, to, Al, I have, I have Robach. no idea. So okay, okay, there are well, three names. David I have no Keith, idea what the Ken hell you're Cal- talking about. Okay, I know a bunch okay. of pilots who There's, are
1: not airline pilots. Are you talking about military okay. pilots?
6: Okay, let me get through what I'm first saying. I'll hand it over to you. The last name is Alan Robach. What these guys were were climate grifters in the 90s. They shifted everything. They're MIT scientists and their grift in the 90s was man-made climate change engineering. So once all that goes around and they put the scare out there, they this all, all this has been going on with the 40s with defense research but the but in 07 you can go watch David Keith's TED Talk. All right, and hang on. The- I'm not
0: really sure where you're going with this. I'll give you a chance to, uh, to Isn't explain Isn't David this. Keith an actor?
1: We need him to clarify what type of pilots he's talking about because airline pilots aren't the only type of pilots out there. Okay, so you're excluding those. Are you excluding my friends who have pilot licenses and small four-seater I planes? I, I think
0: he's making some kind of a point about uh, climate climate people that are trying to run a run a scam or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll see if they can clear it up. It to me, it's yeah. free talk live. More coming up. it's free talk live phones open join us here 603-283-6160 we'll do our best to get you on the air phones have been blowing up uh, for the, like the last hour with you in the studio tonight you've got ian nobody and Arya. you can bring up anything at 603-283-6160 you can join us online as well over at freetalklive.com And uh, you can join our chat server at chat.freetalklive.com is where you get the instructions for how to do that. That's chat.freetalklive.com. It is a matrix chat server, which means it's open source, self-hosted, and it is federated with other matrix servers out there all around the planet. So head over to chat.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to the phones here. We've got Edward
2: calling from out there. And Edward, I, and if I can give you a Shakespeare quote, be plain, young son, and homely in thy drift. For riddling confession brings but riddling shrift. Well, Edward
0: is talking about a <laughs> grift in this particular case. Uh, you, you, but it's not really clear what you're getting at, Edward. Could you try okay. to
6: clarify? For us? I'll do my best. So, like, like Rich Paul said, David Keith. Yes, spelled just like the actor, except he's an MIT scientist. So this is one of the scientists creating the hegelian dialect of problem reaction solution so throughout throughout the 90s the scientists david keith alan robach they create the the problem which is men are warming the earth so once that grift has to get taken to a reaction they create the reaction the reaction you can re- see his ted talk the reaction is to block the sun it is to put heavy metals into the air and to block the sun and, and creating intentional climate modification. They call it, that, That's what they call it. You can go to, to Wikipedia. Intentional climate modification is the... This goes by the, another
1: name as
2: well.
6: Geoengineering is another name as well. But well, the these, word I was thinking these, of is chemtrails. Well, Kim there's
2: certainly things you can do to cool the earth, but being a New Hampshire resident, I do not approve. I think that i i would have had a better winter if it was three degrees warmer I, I and agree. and i am i heartily approve of global warming
6: 100 percent. but you don't get it you don't get a choice in this uh it's and it's not a debate on whether this is going to take place the debate was in 07 you can see their ted talk you can see their whole grift all throughout the yeah, no, i see the
0: uh the, the discussion you're talking about here that is entitled a critical look at geoengineering against climate change he says Uh, He wants to inject not chemicals into the air, not metals, but a huge cloud of ash into the atmosphere to deflect sun and heat didn't they try well, that Biden in the...
2: keeps pushing putin
0: we may get his wish didn't they try that in no, the matrix no. movies and we got a whole bunch of robots it's just
1: chemtrails it... that that's that's all he's getting at here he's just not using that word
6: is that what you're getting at here edward or are we talking about something else what we're talking about is what they're calling global dimming right now they're blocking out the sun completely in new hampshire you guys might not be facing this you go to uh, whether it's Christchurch, whether it's Australia, whether it's Ireland, the whole thing is complete they're blocking out the skies in every country. Grid formation. They got this, this stuff down to a pilots. The pilots uh. are the ones who are enacting this. This is not your friend, you D. Will
1: you just say the word chemtrails so we can all get on the same page here? Is what, that what we're talking about? Yes. We're we're talking
6: I'm using their terminology. I'm using their terminology.
0: He's saying ash. Now the theories about chemtrails is that there are metals that they're spraying. Yeah, like
6: barium and stuff like that. The the chemtrails.
2: Well, you got to barium. Strontium
6: and uh, and aluminum. Okay, so you are talking
0: talking about chemtrails.
6: Yes, of course, yes. It couldn't
2: possibly be be talking about anything else.
6: What they're talking about, I'm talking about what they are talking about. So you believe that the pilots?
0: Just to clarify, you believe that the pilots are actively playing a role in this, and that uh, they are trying to. Uh, to participate in destroying human life on the planet,
6: it's run through all the NATO countries. It only happens through defense research. That's why you see these astronomical, uh, whatever the bills that you call them, the omnibus bills. That's that's where all these things get now. Get when you look into. up at
0: the sky, uh, is this happening where you
6: live? Hundred percent. We've had three sunny days out of the last forty-three. When you
0: look you, up at the you sky, go. Go you believe ahead. you're seeing chemical trails? Uh, There's or... no
6: belief. There's
0: no belief. It's all about belief, my have friend. Have you, you gotten have no out evidence.
2: a 30-foot ladder and climbed up and taken a sample? You guys don't really know what's going on? I know what honestly, you're telling us is, I is mean, going on. I, I think I know what's going on. Uh, so,
6: so right now, what you know about Fauci and the experimenting on kids back, at, back in the early 2000s and the 90s, just thinking now, well, if we would have only known that was going on, these guys are telling us in 2006 and 7 in their TED talks, this is what's gonna what's gonna happen. That, they're just creating that narrative back then to think, oh, this uh, we'll use that if we ever have to break it. Oh, we'll never have to use that. They've been doing it for 10 plus years. Go I'm, watch not, Ros- I'm not I'm not ahead. overly
1: concerned about what one nerd at MIT thinks is dreaming up about fixing the environment. So I just want to
6: clarify something,
1: about Edward. I just You're want not- to.
0: I just want to clarify what you're saying here. So some people believe that chemtrails are designed to control the weather. Others believe that chemtrails are designed to uh, control people's minds. Uh, And others believe that chemtrails are designed to poison people. Do you believe all three or one or two? What do you think?
6: Everything that's been occurring has been under research. This is all research to see how people react. They they see suicides go up when the sun's blocked out. They see uh, prescriptions get filled more. This is, I mean, seriously, guys. Okay, but you didn't
0: answer my question. It's all three.
6: Go go ahead. Go ahead again.
0: Okay, the question is real simple. There's different beliefs about chemtrails as far as what their There's intentions no are. Okay, whatever, dude. There's no belief. What do you uh, think I, is I look true up
2: about in the it? Sky well, if you I don't, don't believe it, sun. why should
6: we? Okay, do you know your weather? Do you, when you grew up, did you know what spring felt like? I just want know to know ask you the damn like? question. Do you Do you? the sun came out? I knew no,
2: what spring felt like. Numbers. I had a cheap ass mattress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more chance here, Edward. Is the purpose of these sprayings. Is the purpose to simply block out the sun? Is the purpose to uh, commit mind control on the people? Or is it to poison people? Or is it some combination of the three?
6: Right now, what they're saying is to block the sun. They're blocking the sun. Global dimming. Rosalind Peterson, okay. when she addressed the So he the has a and- different,
0: he
2: has a different, uh, fairly... That's un- what I, I think global dimming is a result of the public education system. I agree with that.
1: I thought that was the point of the chemtrails all along, was, you know, they're spraying aluminum and barium, highly reflective particles into the atmosphere with the goal of being reflecting a portion of the sunlight, Like like... like monty burns in in the simpsons
0: that's i would say a uh, less popular theory from what i've heard people calling in about over the years but thank you edward for the call tonight i just
1: that that's the only (sighs) theory i've ever heard about it so uh, i'm interested to hear the others i think it's nonsense that kind of person it would
2: be easier to put a you know a, a mirror in in orbit uh, in a in a solar synchronous orbit, if you wanted mm. to just block out a small fraction of the sun.
0: Yeah, that viewpoint is fairly unorthodox as far as the chemtrail believers out there. Many of them believe that the metals are designed to poison or you know, or mind control people. When obviously government education is far more effective and mainstream media far more effective at actually controlling people's minds. Well, uh, it probably
1: would poison people, right? If if, if that would be spray- the most
0: obvious. Uh, it, it may thing. not be yeah. the
1: re- the goal, but if you're spraying a bunch of aluminum and barium and whatever else into the atmosphere, you got to think that's going to end up in people's drinking water and their food and stuff, and yeah. that's probably going to make them a little but bit why not unhealthy. i got to
2: say, it's an awful lot of trouble to take the lead out of gasoline that was already making people <laughs> dumb as rocks and then go spray aluminum in the air. Right. Um, if you want well, to poison people— just
0: left the damn lead in the gasoline. If you want to poison people, you can just put it in the water system supply it's a lot more efficient poisoning
1: would be incidental not the goal right the goal is to in their worldview it's to reflect some of the sunlight and it has a side effect that's what i have uh, that's what i've always heard the theory behind chemtrails is i've never heard any of the alternatives and the poisoning people would just be an unfortunate side effect of that not the goal just something that happens as a result of I mean, the again, talk about
0: if we're talking about efficiency before, you want to talk about inefficient, going up and spending God knows how much money and effort to go and try to put metals in the air. If it's metal,
2: it's gonna come down,
0: right? It ain't just gonna float up there forever. Right. It's gonna come it's, down.
2: Maybe it's very light metal.
1: <laughs> and what benefit would there that's a good point. And Why not just floats. put the aluminum on the very ground? Very small rock. It's gonna reflect the sunlight no matter where in the atmosphere it is, whether on the ground or in the air.
0: The number here is six oh three 603-283-61. One sixty. That's 603-283-6160. Is it actually happening, though? There's really never been any evidence for it beyond a few examples of government sprayings of certain chemicals. More coming up. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open, but if you're not on the line right now, you're not getting in tonight. There's a
1: chance we're not getting everyone in tonight anyway.
0: Yeah, there's a good chance if you're on hold right now, you're not getting in. Uh, But if you don't get in tonight, it's okay. We do the show seven nights a week. You can join us again tomorrow for the Tuesday night show. We start at 7 o'clock at night Eastern. So please feel free to call earlier in the show. That way we can absolutely guarantee... That we can get your thoughts on the air. Here tonight, by the way, it is Ian.
1: Nobody. And Arya.
0: We're getting into a little bit of esoteric discussion, uh, and that's totally fine. Uh, I'm open to it. I, I, It's interesting stuff. Whether or not you believe it, that's a whole other question. Let's go to more of your calls and thoughts here. We've got our uh, very own Joa. He's on the line from Breaking the Flaw. Joa.
9: Hey, I was going to talk about the recycling thing, but the guy brought up the, the geoengineering. Uh, he was—I just want to say that he was right on the terminology. So, if we use the word chemtrail, that is not the terms they use, and this is the actual thing. So, Rhode Island they? just passed the law. Uh, who are they? The the sprayers, right? Uh, those companies are hidden from the public. However, let me bring up uh, what happened in Rhode Island recently. So, six years ago, uh, a bill was introduced to Uh, permit geoengineering. Uh, This was introduced by a few Ron Paul uh, delegates. uh, And I went there and I filmed the whole thing, but uh, they just passed it recently. They have to get permits, which are public, to do the spraying, geoengineering, cloud seeding, whatever you want to call it. But it is an actual thing. Uh, NASA explains geoengineering, cloud seeding on their website. Uh, I don't
1: find geoengineering to be a very useful term, to be honest, because... I, I'm planting a garden. That's geoengineering.
2: Yeah, I mean geoengineering yeah, is uh, is is a vague. Yeah, planting it's, trees it's, is it's geoengineering. Very, very vague. Well, isn't cloud seeding anything use, we though. do to try to reduce the, uh, you know, reduce fuel output or reduce carbon? All that would would qualify as geoengineering.
0: Well, isn't uh, cloud seeding a completely different story than what this yes. other guy was talking they, about? Cloud seeding is well, trying they, to make it are rain. Three
9: methods. There are three methods. Correct. Yeah, rain and snow. So like China for the Olympics, when they first had it recently, uh, like a few years ago, like four whatever years ago, they actually shot cannons into the sky to create uh, moisture barriers that created snow. And the reason they did this... So they oh, could that was just a few months ago. Well, they must have done it recently again, uh, but they did this so that they could clean every inch of Beijing, literally by shoveling the snow on every inch. It was a way for them to clean it, and but they're openly admitting it. In the United States is kind of like pseudo. Sure. Cloud as seeding is, is not a
0: hidden thing. That's something that has been known about for a long time, but that's not the same thing as dumping toxic uh, chemicals or uh, poisonous right. metals or whatever on people. So I don't think it's really fair to say well, cloud they, seeding is. They are is, doing that, though. They are well, doing aluminum and barium. What's the proof?
9: Uh, well, my friend Rachel, she called in once when uh, I was on hosting on the show. Uh, she had done. Uh, samples of the rain and snow on certain days, days that uh, were high chemtrail activity and, and low chemtrail activity. This is the same lady here, that
0: called in who believes the CIA is the creator of Bitcoin, though, right?
9: I think she's a little confused on that, but yes, yeah, that's the <laughs> same lady.
0: I thought they did But Facebook. she wasn't
9: too far off on that either, to be honest, like the big gold and all that. But,
0: okay, anyway. but you're saying she she collected rainwater?
9: Yes, she would collect rainwater. She used to do like... A, it could very you know, well be that all of these things are already towers. there,
1: right? And they, it just occurs more prominently on days that it rains out of completely natural reasons. Perhaps the the lake from which these waters are originated has higher than normal concentrations of barium.
9: Well, uh, another like proof of the pudding is that there's no, you know, what you'd call it chemtrailing. There's no that geoengineering going on in, in Rhode Island because none of them want to pull the permits. So it stopped, it stopped like for a couple of years after the bill was introduced, then they started doing it again.
0: Uh, why would, hold just, on, this is another point I don't get. Stop. Why would a, a, a shadowy cabal of people who have been purportedly doing chemtrailing for years, decades or whatever, however long this has been going on, why would they all of a sudden be deterred by a permit process? Because they're now becoming more open about
9: it. And I think they're funded by the federal government. There are that videos doesn't answer on the question. Of people going to these locations where they? they house the planes.
0: This is supposedly a great big secret, right? Like the point I made earlier, you don't ever hear about any pilots coming out on their deathbed and admitting to having poisoned uh their own people. Well, because this, that's ultimately what we're talking about here, right? Like You know, one hand you know, one hand does uh, does one thing, the other one does
9: the other, and they don't know what each of them are doing. You know, this is literally like decompartmentalized, you know federal government stuff like yeah, but somewhere there's a pilot being told hey take this
1: plane up so we can spray this crap into the atmosphere
9: well let I me mean, look rhode island was the first state to implement fluoridation into its water supply i mean what, what yeah that's real than...
0: fluoride fluoride in the water supply is real we know it's true yep. we know they're doing that and there's a lot of debate on whether or not it's good uh but i think they're, you know i think a lot of people have a legitimate reason to be concerned about that that one's a pretty easy hey. one to prove that's no that's no theory
9: the Nazis copied uh, the United States when it came to fluoridation. The Nazis copied uniforms uh, from the United States. Like this is like, there's a reason why, you know, they did these things because it worked. It, mm. you know, it kept people docile. Fluoridation, aluminum, you know. These are things that you know mess with your brain. You mm-hmm. know, it's an interesting
0: uh, theory, Joe. Thanks for the call tonight. I do appreciate hearing from you. It seems to me that uh, government education keeps people docile, and uh, the mainstream media; those are the most important factors, more so than uh, than anything else. But let's go to uh, let's.
2: TV to, seems to be, I think. Um, yeah, mainstream media, the is wild card for for a lot of people. The thing that I notice is that very few of the libertarians I know are TV watchers.
0: Mm, yep, that's true. Let's talk to Wendy listening in Washington State. You're on Free Talk Live. Wendy. You have Wendy? Going once. Wendy in Washington. Going twice. And let's try Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
10: Yeah, I just want to mention that, you know, that most Christian churches are very Spartan spartan about picking people up in vans and t- taking them to church and bringing them back and that's a comparison as to mormons and jehovah's witnesses they're not so enthusiastic about it i just wanted to no- note that difference Hold what on. what well another words, you know the the christian people they'll pick up they, they'll take a church school van and pick up all the kids from each school and take them to church and bring them all back. But I don't see the other religions do that the same thing. Like You're Mormons saying the Jehovah's
0: do. Witness and the Mormons don't do church fans the same way as Christians do?
2: Right. They do yeah, it more clear. enthusiastically. The Mormons do no, everything. No, no. She's saying cl- she doesn't see it at all.
10: Yeah, I don't see it. Well, I mean, they'll pick you up if you live close by in an individual car, but they do not have like a, several fans. Well, maybe they're just just not as popular.
0: As popular, you know, Mormons are a little more of a niche. Uh, The Jehovah's Witnesses are a little more of a niche religion. As I
1: understand it, the whole church bus thing is more of an evangelical thing than it is a Mm. Christian thing. That's mostly the Baptists that are doing that. Aren't the
10: evangelicals mostly Christian?
1: Yes. Yes, but it's a subset of Christians. Okay.
10: Well, I don't know what legacy is. But I just found out that uh I live like maybe five, six miles away and they're like, Well, I'll call i I'll pick you up around ten and take you to church and bring you back by noon and well, I'm saying they're just very enthusiastic uh, about picking people up. Well, I mean, of course they're enthusiastic.
0: I mean, they are religion. Their goal is to spread their word, right? So they're always very they're enthusiastic. They're making
2: points with their imaginary friend. But here's what I want to
0: know, uh, Sarah. You're saying they actually go to the schools to pick kids up, and then they bring them back to the schools? I've never heard of this. No, happened. no,
10: they, they have a school bus. They pick up the kids. From their homes oh, on their Sunday. Homes. That takes
0: about two hours. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. But I thought so, you were talking yeah. about during the school week. Oh, Okay. So they they literally ship the kids from their homes to the church on Sunday on a church bus. On a school bus. On a,
10: school, on I a, mean, school on a bus. giant school bus. I think right. it's probably I a mean, repurposed school, school bus.
2: Because if my I parents weren't their... going to church, I wouldn't be going without them. Yeah, it's very
0: strange that they would be doing that.
10: It's well, not no, that strange. They don't go. They 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 want they want the children to be you know in, how do I say um, indoctrinated or taught in the God's way. Sure, but, but why aren't so the parents going to too?
2: Apparently, they weren't well, successfully indoctrinated. <laughs>
10: Well, I don't know if they are or not. That doesn't matter. They want to take as many kids, Mm. stuff them on the bus, take them to church. I mean, they're just very, very...
0: Interesting, Sarah. I'd I'd never heard of this going on. Aria, you say it sounds...
2: If you get them young, you can grift them for centuries. It happened a ton in Mississippi. Just a bunch of kids, no parents, going to
1: church? I mean, there were adults there, but yeah, the church bus didn't typically pick up adults. It was mostly kids.
0: All right, out of time for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, freetalklive.com. Call us tomorrow if you didn't get on tonight. We'll talk to you then.